Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Dorkside Toys. At DorksideToys.com, you can get the latest Star Wars toys, as well as Marvel, G.I. Joe, The Walking Dead, and more. Run by toy fans, you can be assured your order will be given great attention and packed with care. Sign up to their social channels now for stock alerts, reviews, and toy and movie news. DorksideToys.com. You'd be a dork not to shop there. Welcome to Star Wars Action News, your source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and convention coverage, hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Be sure to check out our website at SWActionNews.com, where you can see photos of the items discussed, chat with other listeners, find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube pages, support our Podbean crowdfunding campaign, and much more. Star Wars Action News, covering the whole galaxy of Star Wars toys. Welcome to a special Force Friday edition of Star Wars Action News. This is Marjorie. Rogue One standing by. This is Arnie. Well, it happened. We had another Force Friday. Last year, we had a huge one with events all over the country. One of my best Star Wars memories is going to Force Friday at Toys R Us last year, you know? With Episode 7, all the events, the giveaways, everything. I mean... 2008 was great at San Diego Comic-Con, of course, all the ones we had here, but last year, being in Manhattan, having the flagship event, which I don't think they've had before since, I guess San Diego was a flagship event, Mm -hmm. but that was really something. It was. It it was a really great time because, you know, Times Square is hopping no matter what time of the day you go there. People would hop in line just because they're like, hey, something's going on. And it was great. There's so many people that did big to-do. You had stormtroopers dancing to whatever the trendy song was at the moment. This year, it felt like, what if you threw a Force Friday and no one came? Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. We went and we thought we were going to be late because I went and took a disco nap. And Arnie got me up at 1130 and I hurried up and put my clothes on and... We went to Toys R Us thinking we'd be at the end of a really long line, and, well, no, we weren't. And I thought about at 1045, driving out and doing just kind of a looky-loo to see if I should get you up earlier or how the situation was going to be. I counted, there were 15 people in line when we got in line at quarter till 12, and there were 17 people in line when they opened the doors at 12. (laughs) Now, because of all the toy leaks, I mean, we posted a ton of them on Facebook and Twitter. Everybody posted them on Facebook and Twitter. We got so many tweets. All of those toy leaks, some of which we were able to buy and some of which were not because they came up, do not sell at the register. You had probably some figures put in the garbage. Yeah, I found the three and three quarter inch two packs at Walmart the Sunday before Force Friday Took them up to the register, and they scanned, do not sell, do not sell. So the lady tried every single one. I said, oh, I can go get another one from the back. 
She goes, oh, no, that's okay. I'll just call the manager. Maybe he can just fix it. So she called the manager, and he came over and goes, oh, yeah, those have been recalled. I have to throw these away. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, it's either a copyright issue or a safety issue, but I have to throw these away. I was like, uh, there's a whole bunch on the shelf. Yeah, we're going to probably clean up the shelf and throw them all away now that I know this. <laughs> so he, like, took them in a stack and threw them in a cart. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I kind of felt like that wouldn't be a store to hit, even though going out that night, what I wanted most were the Walmart Black Series three and three quarter inch. But Toys R Us... They had a Funko t-shirt they were giving away, as well as a poster. Well, they didn't have the Funko t-shirt at our Toys R Us. No, but there was supposed to be. Yeah, the guy gave me a song and dance about how FedEx didn't show up that day, so they don't know where the shirts are. But he did take everyone's name, number, and size, so that when they did come in, he could make sure that everybody got them. I just want to point out, it's after Force Friday, still no phone call. Yeah, three days later, no phone call. We'll probably poke our head in tomorrow and maybe ask them, but I'm not holding my breath to get the Funko t-shirt. The poster was kind of cool, you know? It was a larger poster than I expected. The paper is really thin. I'd have to be careful not to crease it, but... It's like wrapping paper. Eh, it's a little thicker than that, but it's like wrapping paper used to be before it was all recycled. Yes. But I did have the entire first wave of six inch figures before Force Friday, as well as a good number of three and three quarter inch figures. So I went out more for the event and for the exclusives than for the shopping. The one thing I didn't have was any figure two packs. So I was looking for those. Well, we've always had a really good time seeing people we know around town, you know, that are other collectors and things. You saw somebody you used to work with who was a collector and you guys, you know, talked for a little bit. And Pixel Dan was there. He lives in our town and we got to chat with him a bit. Mm-hmm. But it was just, it's one of those things that's kind of a community event. You see the people you know and that was gone this time. I, I feel like there's just a bunch of people I've never seen before. So maybe they're new collectors or something like that. But it just, it lacked a lot of the oomph that we've had previously. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. And... Walking in, it wasn't a celebration. There was no music being played like they'd done in previous years. The one spotlight area of the store, and I think everyone who shops at Toys R Us knows this, the corner after you go through the food and holiday aisle and you're, round, and you're in the main part of the store now, there's that corner where they put all the spotlight toys. That's not where these toys were. They actually let us in the exit and we're like, the greeting cards and the gift bags are, they took those down and put up shelves right there and just had what I figure to be four cases of Black Series 6-inch figures and maybe the same number, maybe more of the 3 and 3 quarter inch. You mentioned you were excited for that Imperial ground crew figure. God knows they were swimming in them. Mm -hmm. They did a good job of organizing, though. Each figure was individual on the pegs, so if you were trying to find the figures, you didn't have to dig behind. Whoever unpacked the boxes knew that it would be a mess and people would be throwing them off the pegs or they'd be falling. That happens, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes you're just flipping through the cards and the front one gets pushed off or something. So they did have them well organized, but I was surprised at how little they had. Like, half the section was bare. Other than the Uncle Milton stuff, the Legos, and the Hasbro stuff, there was not anything else. It really felt like a yard sale. 
You know what I mean? Like, they threw stuff out. They didn't even fill out the entire line of shelves that they had. It was, like, partial. And it was just kind of like, hey, here's some stuff if you guys want to come buy it. It just, it felt so lackluster compared to years before when they'd have the big spotlight area and have posters up and decorations and, yeah. It just... It's disappointing. Well, it's not their fault that they probably didn't get enough to fill that whole area. But one thing you pointed out to me that I hadn't considered before is looking at the prequels and the midnight releases there, none of them were three months before the movie. They were all like one month before the movie or at most two months before the movie. And I got thinking, when you release a movie in May... You have to wait for all the beginning of year inventory and toy store resets before you can really get a lot of product out. It's always a dead time for collectors in January and February. And now they're setting up for the holidays. So if you want that shelf space, they have to ship now. But this many months out, like last year, there's not that much product. So it did feel a little bit like what I heard so many reports last year. Last year was fantastic for those who went to Times Square, where they had so many figures, everybody left with the figures. Unlike most people around the world that got one case of Black Series and the first person in line got theirs and left. Here, we got more than one case, which I had a friend who went to this Springfield Toys R Us last year. We got one case last year. He was fourth in line and walked away empty-handed. Here... I was 15th in line. I could have gotten an entire Wave 1 if I'd wanted it of the 6-inch Black Series. I could have gotten most of the 3-and-3-quarter-inch. All I wanted was the 2-packs. They had none out. I also wanted the Toys R Us exclusive Hover Tank Black Series. We didn't have any of those. I wonder if they were put out early and sold because a lot of stores had them, but other websites were having them in hand a full week before Force Friday. I wonder if we just missed out. And we talked to Andrew up in Peoria. He suffered the same fate. Absolutely no hover tanks. And the only figure two-pack I found in the whole store, we decided to go check the regular Star Wars toy aisle. They had one Rogue One figure two-pack there. Well, they don't ship one to a case. (laughs) So I'm thinking that they were put out early and probably sold. That would be my guess as well as I didn't have a street date on those or didn't notice it and those got put out. And a lot of times what happens with the stores too is because they reuse the barcodes for waves of figures or types of figures. They could have been stuck under the previous one, therefore no restriction and out the door they go. The other thing though is Amazon, Entertainment Earth, Dorkside Toys, they all had these toys online. And Amazon even had some of the Black Series 6-inch figures for $16.00 before Force Friday hit, even on the East Coast. Around 10 p.m. Eastern, they had all their figures up, and Jin Erso was $16. The rest were all at retail. So if you're looking for the non-exclusive items, there wasn't a huge reason to go out other than the event. And ours, it just felt muted. Well, I have to say part of it, too, though, is... For the prequels, we had an awesome, awesome Toys R Us manager at that time. And he ended up getting transferred to Texas. But he was fantastic about putting on events. He got into it. I mean, he used to call us Mr. and Mrs. Star Wars because he saw us so much and knew what we bought. And, you know, they had music playing. He would dress up. He would dress up for, like, any event they had in the store. This guy that we've got right now, 
He's friendly and everything. He's nice, but he doesn't put on an event. So I really think that we got spoiled by Steve, the old manager of Toys R Us. And it's sad I still know his name. But he was really good and he really got his employees excited about it. And they were, it was so much better because of that. Now, I guess there was an online brouhaha as if there ever isn't because stores did get small shipments. And Marjorie, you're in a bunch of Facebook collecting groups, something about people should only buy one. And there was also something going around that people shouldn't buy before street date because that means we'll never see wave two. I'll ask Hasbro, but I don't believe that at one second. I think that if the toys are put out, try to buy them. You know, if you don't buy them, the next person who comes along is going to try to buy them. Are you going to go to the manager and say, oh, those toys shouldn't be out yet, sir. You need to remove them. Who does that? Yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of controversy going on. Yeah, and I am in some modern Star Wars groups and vintage Star Wars groups and Black Series specific collectors and things like that. And there's the number one thing that people are upset about right now is people who brought, bought more than one of a figure. Granted, yeah, if someone's buying 10 of the short-packed item, which in the first case of the 6-inch, there was not anything short-packed. It was one all across. Right. It wasn't necessarily short-packed, but yeah. troops. Yeah. It's logical. You want more than one. Yes, you troop build. That's the whole point. It goes back to you being seven years old. You're never just going to have one stormtrooper standing there. That said, there's a different level of troop building. You know, I had my rule of three because three troops felt good to me. Some people have a rule of a thousand. I have seen online pictures where every single variation of Episode 3 clone, they have a hundred of or more, just scooping them all up. So I could understand frustration if somebody came in and there were 10 cases of figures and they took all 10 Death Troopers and didn't leave any for the next person. And the way it was at ours, it's not like you stood in a single file line Person number one, go pick out your toys. And then person number two, go. There were a bunch of pegs, and I'd say 12 people were there at once. So even if you were first in line, you may have been able to grab the first item you wanted first. But the second person in line and the fourth person in line are going to be right next to you, rifling through. You can only hit one peg at a time. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people are courteous if you've... you've got three of one in your hand and you see someone disappointed, yeah, okay, that's fine. Say, hey, you know what? I can get this later. It's going to appear again. Do that. You can't judge other people's collecting. It's You can't do that. I'll say this much, though. If you're buying for yourself, buy what you want. And if I see somebody who bought 10 Death Troopers, my thought would be questioning if they were buying them all for themselves. But if they were, I wouldn't begrudge them. I definitely want more Death Troopers than I have. I want to be able to build out some ranks of those. But I think a limit of one figure per person per type sounds a little sour grapes to me. Yeah, it kind of does. But given that Toys R Us didn't have the hover tank pilot, while we were at Toys R Us, somebody there said their friend went to Walmart at midnight. The Walmart, like, four doors down from our Toys R Us... And they said they didn't have any three and three quarter inch figures at all. And what I wanted was the Black Series three and three quarter inch. But we know from talking to the Walmart managers and the department managers there that each store gets a different level of toys. And the one near our Toys R Us is actually second best. The best one for toys was way across town. So I decided, what the hell? It's only 1230. <laughs> I've only bought a single figure two pack. <laughs> 
So let's drive across town and check out the really good Walmart. And we go, and I did this live on Facebook. They didn't have anything. There was a sign up front that talked about get the new Star Wars toys and the new interactive R2-D2 on October 1st. Nothing at all. The only Rogue One thing I could find in the entire store was a calendar. And I just felt like not leaving empty handed. So I bought a Walmart Rogue One calendar. But I think the shocking part was when we asked the guy. Because, I mean, previously for midnight toy releases, the last one we went to, episode three, they had them all set up in the aisle so you could see them, but they had the aisle roped off. So we all had to line up outside the aisle. Which was, it was kind of fun because like, you know, we're all trying to jostle for a look and everything. The aisle, it was a two-sided aisle, jam-packed full of figures and vehicles and everything like that. You know, they unhinged the rope and everyone was helpful too. I mean, giving, you know, hey, you need this one, who needs this one? And it was fun. Previously with the DVD releases and they had those three pack of figures that came out. Remember those that came out with those and they'd roll out the palette at midnight and then you could just kind of pick through and get what you wanted. There wasn't anything. We asked the employee and he didn't even know what we were talking about. He radioed someone else, didn't even know what we were talking about. Yeah, it was a sad state of affairs at that one. We did run into a couple people at a third Walmart because we decided to stop at the one that was worst for toys. And they had put out some, but it was the same stuff we'd seen at Toys R Us. We figured there were six cases of Black Series figures because there were six Cassian Andors on the shelf. So assuming they may have sold a couple, they didn't have more than 50 figures. So it's not like they had sold a ton of Cassian Andors beyond that. But we ran into somebody there who was at the Walmart and said they did have the Ahsoka and the Imperial Guard Black Series 3 at the quarter at the Walmart we skipped, but they didn't have the other figures, which again tells me they put out some figures early, and then maybe somebody tried to buy it, and somebody went back and pulled the remaining figures off the shelves, but that was all they had. They didn't have the full cases. So it was really kind of a disappointing midnight run that I got one figure two-pack and one calendar... (laughs) And couldn't find a single exclusive. We did get the poster, so that Mm -hmm. was really cool. But honestly, after last time, I wonder if having a midnight toy release annually is taking the bloom off the rose a little bit. When it was every three years, it was super special. If it's going to be every year, I'm going to be honest, every single person in line at all the stores we saw was 40 and up. Yeah, there were no of the new... Younger people there that may have been there last year. I didn't see a single millennial. Maybe Pixel Dan is in his 30s, but one person brought their teenage daughter, but it felt more like she was just there to be with her dad than she wanted any toys herself. Mm -hmm. So if they continue to do the midnight toy releases, I think it will be just the diehards who go. And it may not even be worth it because the very next day on actual Force Friday after stores opened... Success was so much better. I didn't even want to buy regular toys at Toys R Us and Walmart because Target had a coupon where if you spent $100 on Star Wars toys, you got $25 off. That's 25% off out of the gate. Yeah, and that was a really good bargain. So I hit up a Target in Decatur, Illinois, thinking, okay, you know, I'm, I'm over here anyway, so I'll just pop in. Walked in. They had a huge, like... 
cardboard display with death troopers and toys. They had the role play toys. They had the three and three quarter inch five POA figures. And then one whole section, and I'm going to say it was probably about two and a half feet wide. And it was probably shoulder height for me. So you probably fit like, I think there was like four or five rows of them packed with six inch black series figures. Just tons of them. So if you didn't get it anywhere else, you can certainly go to that Target and they were just swimming in them. I love the Target displays. They've got this cardboard ATACT and it turns its head and makes firing sounds. That thing's really cool. It's not as cool as the BB-8 they had for Force Awakens, but this was cool. <laughs> and you got me the TIE Striker, the vehicles. I was wanting a TIE Striker. I was wanting a U-Wing, but at about 50 bucks a vehicle, I kind of held off. These things say sale price to me. I kind of figured it would be Amazon, but $25 off 100 I had you pick me up a TIE Striker and... Yeah, I mean, it was a great deal with that coupon. So definitely. And they had a lot of stuff back at the aisle too. We went back to a different Target in Champaign and then I got the U-Wing along with my very first Jack Pacific Big Fig. We saw this at Toy Fair and it kind of... We talked about wanting it then. It was the BB-8 that has the pop-out thumbs-up lighter and the electronic lights and sounds. You know, BB-8 is still adorable, but I think that the bloom is off the rose a little bit with some people. Because people were, like, obsessed about everything BB-8. And I think now we've still realized that R2-D2 is the original droid and the best droid. But this BB-8 is super cute. One, because he's kind of big and, you know, and he's got the thumbs-up, which is cool. So... Had to buy them. And it did open a door. I went ahead and bought the Greedo Big Fig. It was 15% off at Amazon, so. Oh, I didn't know you bought that. Yeah. Oh, well, congratulations. It's only 18 inches tall, so it's not to scale with BB-8. As for Walmarts, you were able to pick me up what I wanted, which was two of each of the exclusive four figures, Ahsoka, Royal Guard, General Lando, and of course, Admiral Akbar. And apparently they had a giant rounder, you said? Yeah. Um, they had, like, similar to Target, like, the big cardboard thing, the display, like, those temporary displays they roll out on pallets. They had that mostly full of the three and three quarter inch five POA figures and role play stuff. But they had it out. So I think our Walmarts just either didn't get it or only select Walmarts got it. I'm not really sure how that worked. I bet the really good Walmart that had no toys out that night had it out the next morning. They probably did. Now, if we run across any more Imperial Guards, I might need just a couple more of those. Well, I'm sure we can find them. And they appear to be more plentiful than what we found previously for the three and three quarter inch Black Series figures. Well, here's the other thing. I'm viewing this as last year repeated. Now, we'll see if I'm right. But everything that happened last year, I'm just kind of taking as a granted for this year. All the figures from these first waves are going to ship again and again and again. And if you look at the case packs of the future cases, Death Troopers keep coming and the six-inch figures. I know there was the whole Where's Ray movement, but that's because people weren't patient. Ray was there and kept shipping, and they're reshipping Ray now, and people were laughing because not a single person <laughs> at Toys R Us was buying a Ray. Yeah, she was left swinging on the pegs, even with BB-8 in her. They're just like, yeah, no. They all had her. And so I'm thinking any of these early figures, including the Walmart exclusives, are going to be easy to find. We were able to find Wave 1 
and Wave 2 eventually of the three and three quarter inch black series at Walmart. It was Wave 3 that really became a little bit more problematic. So I'm not panicked over anything that I necessarily want except for the Black Series 6-inch exclusives. Those, I'm not sure how often they're going to ship. I'm not sure in what quantity they're going to ship. They didn't do that so much last year. They had the Kmart ones, and those, if you need a Kmart exclusive Kylo Ren or Rey, they're on sale at our Kmart. Yeah, they have a lot of them. At, well, our soon-to-be only remaining Kmart is we are losing a Kmart. Yeah, they're closing a few hundred more stores. My favorite purchase that night came from Amazon, though. They put up for sale their exclusive Imperial Shadow Trooper helmet. And longtime listeners know I love me some Shadow Trooper. And it came online. I posted the link to Facebook and I was like, you know, I'm sitting here. I might as well just purchase it. It was $59.99. Part of me was thinking maybe it'll go on sale. But part of me thought exclusive Shadow Trooper, buy it. Yeah, it turned out they put it on for the wrong price initially. It's $79.99, <laughs> but when I ordered, it was $59.99, and they're honoring that price. They jacked the price up to $79.99 shortly after, and then shortly after that, like Kaiser Soze, it was gone. <laughs> it is out of stock. They weren't even taking orders. It just said sold out on Thursday night. Now they are taking orders. It says temporarily out of stock but you can order now they'll deliver when available thing isn't even supposed to ship till november so if you want that i would suggest not hesitating like i said we don't know what the quantities of these are going to be but given that it said sold out once that puts me on edge a little bit as for the other figures if you need them be sure to hit our sponsor dorkside toys because they have up for pre-order individually a bunch of black series figures you can get sabine Episode 4, Obi-Wan, Darth Revan, original trilogy, Snow Trooper and Adat Driver, the upcoming 6-inch Princess Leia, all individually, and you can get cases of Rogue One Wave 1 or Rogue One Wave 2, and that comes with Jin, Imperial Death Trooper, Director Krennic, Scarif Stormtrooper Squad Leader, C-3PO from the Resistance Base with his red arm, and Captain Cassian Andor, who I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's the Suvio of this movie's toys. I'm not saying he's not in the film. I'm saying we're going to be seeing a lot of Cassian Andor. <laughs> he better be really cool. If he's Han Solo cool in the film, maybe he'll sell. What if he gets Boba Fettet Phasmid? I doubt that'll happen ever again. He's not cool <laughs> enough looking to be a Phasma or Boba Fett. Maybe the Death Troopers will be Phasmid. I doubt that. They just look too cool. But that was our Force Friday experience. We do have some reports coming in from around the globe. We're going to start domestically here with Barrent out in California to tell us how his Force Friday went. Hey, Arnie and Marjorie. It's Barrett, Master Collect em All from the forums, one of your video enhancers for the various podcasts that Venganza Media Incorporated do. And I am here with my Padawan, Master Zenite. How are you doing today, Master Zenite? I'm doing great today, and I'm ready to talk some Star Wars toys. And talk some Star Wars toys, we will. We're here to give you a small report on Rogue Friday, or Force Friday. Unfortunately, my Padawan and I were not able to do the Midnight Madness with work and 
study and school and other considerations, but we did hit up a couple stores Friday afternoon. And where did we go first? First, we went to Toys R Us, and I like the... I liked the stock that they had at Toys R Us. All the shelves were full, and there wasn't that many people. Unlike other past experiences, past experiences we've had with Force Friday. Yeah, there wasn't too many people there. The shelves were fully stocked. They were missing the six-inch Rogue One toys. We did not see any of the six-inch Black Series toys. We saw a lot of the Force Awakens six-inch, and they had the Rogue One three and three quarter, but. I was looking for that K2SO droid in the 6-inch, but they didn't have it. Yeah, I, I really wish that they did, because that's like the only thing that we went for. Yeah, and we were trying to look for the Darth Maul 7th Sister 2-pack, the Old Master 2-pack, and we didn't find that either, did we? No, we didn't. We barely found anything, actually. You know, we're not really into the five-point of articulation, three and three-quarter-inch toys, and we haven't started collecting really much of the 6-inch. But when they had no Rogue One 6-inch at our Toys R Us, it was kind of disappointing. It was disappointing, because I really was hoping to see that 6-inch that figured K2S. <laughs> so, what store did we go to next? After Toys R Us, we went to the Walmart, and the one Star Wars section they had at Walmart was, it was so bad. They had like a foot, a foot of stock for for Star Wars toys. It was, they had nothing. They had barely anything. Yeah, you know, when I went up and we saw that they only had a little section of toy, the regular toy section, I asked a associate, where are all the Star Wars toys? What happened to Rogue Friday? And she said that they never came in, so they didn't do a Force Friday midnight opening. And I was very disappointed, so obviously there was nothing there to pick up. They had just the regular lightsabers, and I, they had a lot of Poe, and a lot of Finn from the three and three quarter inch Black Series, but none of the Ahsoka Way Black Series. That's why we went there to pick it up. They didn't have any of that. So we were kind of disappointed. So what did we pick up? Well, at Toys R Us, we ended up picking up the Sabine figure. The it, It's five points of articulation. We did, settle, we did end up picking up a five point of articulation figure. It's Sabine from Season 2 of Rebels, and let's just do a little mini-review on this figure right now. Okay. First of all, what do you think about the new Rogue One packaging with the Death Trooper on the top? Um, I think it's kind of cool packaging because the, the, the part of the chin in the helmet it like glows up with green lights. I don't know. I think that looks really cool. Yeah, it lights up. And I think it's really interesting on how much light is actually on the package. The lighting kind of had to be tricky because the Death Trooper is all black. So for them putting the green kind of night vision lighting in the helmet, I think that was really, really cool. And I like the TIE Fighters and the AT-AT. And then we get a kind of a good drawing of Sabine there, which is a little more subtle than the other drawings. It's still cartoonish, but kind of set in reality. One thing I do like about this figure is her Mandalorian helmet actually fits on and off her head. Uh, and fortunately, she kind of has a pointy chin, but I think they had to do that in order to make sure that that helmet fits on there. Do you like it when... The helmets come on and off the figure, or do you like it better when it's just like the the head is the helmet? 
I like it better when the helmet is like another piece on top of the figure because then you have a lot more customizing options. You can put the character without or with or without the helmet. And I think, I don't know, I think it's just better and a lot, a little bit more attention to detail if the helmet is a separate piece from the head. Oh, definitely attention to detail. And it's another piece to lose, but I agree. You can have the helmet in their arm, you know, taken on and off when it's just that one piece, you don't have that option. But I like her uniform, five points of articulation, but what they did try to do was bend the left arm, so it kind of hides that a little bit. The paint app is pretty cool. She has her hairstyle from the second season. The whole armor is from the second season. Still no jetpack, but she comes cool with her Mandalorian blasters. And what else different about this? It comes with the download, the Hasbro Star Wars Studio FX. That's where they put the the FX in some of your videos, like a TIE fighter or explosions or stuff like that. You've kind of done stuff like that with, like, what, a Snapchat filter or something? Oh, it was, it was Vine, actually. Oh, it was Vine. It comes from Vine. So do you think this would be a cool feature to do for our action figures when we pose them? Definitely, because then it looks like they're actually in action besides, you know, just standing there being a figure. You know, I never thought about that. As a master Jedi, I'm just thinking, you know, this is kind of stupid putting in explosions. But, you know, when you do put a little FX in there, I guess the Padawans would appreciate that. That they're not just stagnant figures. That they look like they're actually doing some something heroic. Yeah, they actually look like they're jumping out of an explosion or whatever effects that you put there. So, that was the only figure that we picked up. We're still looking for the Seventh Sister, Old Master, Tupac from Rebels, and when we find that, maybe we'll uh, give you another call and talk to you about it. So that's all from us. That is our small report from Rogue Friday, from Force Friday. We didn't get a chance to pick up too many things, but I'm very happy with my Sabine Wren figure. And anything else you want to say, Padawan? Um, no, I just hope that the next Force Friday, or whatever Star Wars event they have, is a little better than this one. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Thanks again, Arnie and Marjorie. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Barons and Pharaoh, for giving us that report. I also am looking for the Darth Maul and Old Master 2-pack. No sign of those, despite finding some of the Rogue One 2-packs at Target. Haven't been able to find any of the other 2-packs, and obviously I think they're out there and they're just selling really fast. People are really getting into collecting these Rebels and Clone Wars toys. Pretty hardcore. The Sabine, I saw a lot of her at that Toys R Us, and she's a nice-looking three-and-three-quarter-inch figure. Mm-hmm. As for the six-inch K2SO, I wouldn't worry so much. It'll be found. That's at least my feeling on the matter. But let's keep going west until we are on the other side of the international dateline. Eddie from the Action Figure Blues podcast let us know what his Force Friday experience was like down in Australia. G'day guys, it's Eddie here from Action Figure Blues. I just wanted to chime in and give you guys a bit of an idea of how Force Friday went here in Australia. So last year, Force Friday, like it seemed in a lot of places, was a bit of a disaster. Uh, places did open at midnight, they promoted big Star Wars opening events with people in cosplay 
Uh, lots of different lightsaber action going on. But one thing they didn't do was stock the stores with collectible figures. The main thing us collectors generally tend to buy with Star Wars. What we were greeted with as we entered the stores was a lot of mashes and nightlights, uh, particularly at uh, Target, which led to me having a bit of a uh, Twitter war with Target, uh, which means uh, Target Australia now follows me uh, on Twitter and uh, replies to me quite constantly, which is a bit of a uh, weird thing. But that's how kind of disappointing and... Uh, out there, the fan community was here in Australia. So coming to 2016, us Star Wars collectors here in the land of Oz weren't expecting overly much from Force Friday uh, for Rogue One. And I definitely went in with very low expectations. The stores here in Australia decided to skip uh, midnight openings entirely. Uh, a lot of them did get negative feedback uh, from the midnight opens that they did have last year. And a lot of us ended up walking out of stores without purchasing anything or little at all. So financially, it probably wasn't worth them putting on staff for extra hours. What some stores did do this year, though, was open a slight bit earlier. Now, in my state of Victoria, Force Friday actually fell on a public holiday for what is basically our Super Bowl. I was one of the unlucky few that still need to work during public holiday, uh, but I was able to make it to a store uh, for an early open at 8am before going to work. <laughs> now, uh, for some reason, I did go back to the one that had abused me last year, which was Target and try my luck there again. Uh, when I arrived, I arrived a bit late because public transport... Uh, wasn't as much to offer being a public holiday. There were some people already lined up out the front, uh, which can be a bit scary here in Australia. Uh, as much as we like to be nice to our fellow collectors and assist with everyone getting a purchase, there's a very good chance that each store is only going to have one set of figures uh, if they have anything at all. So seeing a bunch of people... Uh, <laughs> can scare you if you are looking to purchase as a collector. Now, I decided to try my luck uh, knowing that this target generally opens a second entrance around the back first rather than their main street entrance. I was in luck. They had actually opened that one when I got around. There was no one else waiting there. So I was able to breeze right in and get first glance uh, but I did not take any figures out of anyone's hands because, sadly, there was nothing there on offer. There were a couple of two-packs, which a lot of stores here in Australia had already broken straight date on, uh, and people had grabbed already in the three-inch line, and a couple of Rebels vehicles, but that was about it. So very disappointing, particularly because Target Australia had been promoting that they were going to be getting the Black Series. They have now revised that to... They will be getting the Black Series at some point. Uh, turns out just not for Force Friday, the big launch. It was this small little end cap. So pretty much everyone there uh, who walked in the store that day went away disappointed. But luckily my Force Friday story didn't end there. I did uh, try my luck at the end of the day doing some late night shopping. I went to a shopping centre on the way home. 
none of the stores I popped into really had anything for Friday. There was a toy store that did have a big Rogue One poster, but being a public holiday and them being a smaller store, they were closed. So they might have had some figures in there, but I didn't find out. Towards the end of the shopping centre, though, I did get to a Toys R Us, uh, where to my surprise, I actually found a rather large end cap with uh, the new Black Series figures. It had been heavily picked over. Once again, people had all day. Uh, most people are uh, off from their jobs to come through and pick through it. But they must have had a lot of cases because there were still a fair few Gen Ursos and Kylo Ren's there on the stand. There were a couple of Cassian Andors and there were two of the uh, K2 SOs uh, there as well. So I was able to pick up from that end cap most of that first wave. Now clearly someone was army building because there were no death troopers. I did try my luck around the corner in the regular Star Wars section where there were a sea of flame troopers and hand solos, uh, but clearly none of the Rogue One stuff had made it to that uh, area of regular Star Wars toys. I did head down the aisle, I was checking out some other lines in their Marvel section and bits and pieces and was digging around in Toys R Us for a while. And as I came back, I went past that uh, regular Star Wars section again and something caught my eye off in the distance, up in the very corner of the figure pegs. I noticed a figure that didn't stand out too well because he was just a little black figure there hidden amongst. Uh, I had to reach up on my tippy toes even though I am a fairly large guy. Uh, I did need to reach for this one, pulled it down, and to my shock and amaze, it was a Death Trooper. There seemed to be a Death Trooper that had randomly appeared there on the top peg. Now, I don't know if this was a staff member who'd come back uh, with some recapping stuff. I don't know if someone had tried to hide it there to potentially come back and purchase later. I don't know why you would hide it at the front of the pegs if you were doing that manoeuvre. Uh, but there it was, and it meant that I'd completed the Rogue One Black Series figures there on Force Friday, uh, which going in in very low expectations, I was extremely happy with. I was not expecting to get uh, any of the Black Series 6-inch figures, let alone the whole set there on Force Friday. I had, during the middle of the day, attempted to purchase some online uh, through a local e-tailer here, but for some weird reason, their site kept crashing down and wouldn't let me do it, even though uh, speaking to it, it seemed to be all up there and working. It might have been because of the public holiday or something there, but I was expecting my Force Friday to be a bust. Glad that didn't go through and I was able to just walk into a retailer and pick them up there. I did also try my luck at Toys R Us online. Now, here in Australia, they do a stupid thing where they don't put figures up individually. If you're buying a figure from them, they're just going to randomly send you out whatever figure it is in the box. Uh, I was very wary to try this for the Rogue One ones. So even if you order, say, six that would be in the case, you might find yourself with six rays then uh, being posted out to you or potentially even older black figures they're looking to get rid of, like the Flame Troopers. They did have a Gen Urso up for pre-order individually, though, which was a bit weird. Now, the picture is the one from the uh, basic single-figure line, 
But I'm kind of hoping because she was put up individually and individually listed that this might actually be the US Kmart exclusive pack Sergeant Gen Urso figure. Now, sometimes when exclusives come down here to Australia, they swap around the actual store that they're meant to be at. The Kmart ones from last year were actually going to Big W chains here. Uh, so it could have changed around and gone to Toys R Us this year. So I've taken a bit of a gamble on that. I just ordered one. Uh, so fingers crossed the Gen Urso figure that uh, comes to me in the mail in the next couple of weeks will be a different one here. If not, I'm happy to display one with Scarf and without one off. Uh, but yeah, actually very surprised. I feel like I got very lucky here this Force Friday. From what I'm seeing on the webs, uh, there were a lot of people disappointed. So I definitely am feeling quite bad at the retail stocking that seems to be going on two years in a row now for these Force Fridays. I don't quite know how to remedy this. Maybe if Fourth Friday becomes more of an online thing that collectors can be on, uh, order stock there before it's actually out maybe and it comes through, everyone gets a chance to jump on, get it through there. I'm not too sure uh, how you do it or compete with street dates and things like that these days uh, online, but uh, something there isn't quite working and I do think might need to be uh, fixed, particularly here in the land of Oz, uh, it does need to be looked at, but uh, definitely hope you guys out there had some luck uh, in finding what you want to find. And if you didn't, hopefully in a couple of weeks' time, things will be plentiful and you'll be able to grab the stuff that you want. So uh, cheers from Down Under, guys, uh, and I wish you luck uh, hunting on the pegs. Thanks, Eddie, for that report. It sounds like it wasn't all that much different than ours up here going out and finding some stores that had nothing and some stores that had what you were looking for. Congrats on finding the Death Trooper, though. The advantage of the tall, I suppose. <laughs> I think that everyone's view and the theme of this Force Friday is woefully inconsistent. <laughs> As for what you're talking about with the online sales, yeah, those seem to be really great this time. Shopping online was far more consistent, but you lose something. I'm not going to say that we found a great party at any of the places we went, but we found like-minded individuals. I ran into that collector co-worker who I haven't seen in a few years. There's something about the experience that I would hate to see lost if everything went online. Like, I could see it, though, being Force Friday like a DVD release. The toys come out this day, list them all on Amazon and every other site, and... You know, they can be delivered to your doorstep on Force Friday instead of having to go out at midnight. That's great for getting the toys, but you lose a little something. And I understand what Lucasfilm's PR department and Hasbro and all that are trying to do here. They're trying to make Star Wars a celebration all the time. We would miss the time we spend with each other doing this if it all went online. Of course, probably it would be happening pre-ordering online in our pajamas, drinking coffee in the morning. But, you know, we went out at 11.30 at night on a school night. Wink, you know, work, wink, wink kind of thing. And it was something we do together. Yeah, so I'd hate to see it go online only, but by the same token, if they're not going to up their game, it might as well go online only. That's kind of my feeling is do it right or don't do it at all. If it's not going to be a party at midnight, then just... Drop the veil of secrecy thing 
and put them all on Amazon and Dorkside Toys and Entertainment Earth and every place else and let us just have our packages delivered to us that day. Finally, continuing to circle the globe, Steve the Ginger Prince. He was not able to go out at midnight, but he did go out on Force Friday in England and here's how he found his store shelves stocked. Greetings all, this is Steve the Ginger Prince and I'm checking in to report on my Rogue One, Go Rogue Friday, Force Friday, whatever it is they've called it this time. Now my story actually starts a week before the official toy release on the Thursday night. The Saturday before, we took a trip out to the Asda, part of the Walmart family, at Eastlands Manchester. And we thought we'd give it a chance to see if there was any Rogue One product out on the shelves. Now, we did find two figures. We found the Stormtrooper with the blast effect and the pauldron. And we also found uh, one of the repackaged Kylo Ren figures on on the Rogue One card. I'm not going to bother picking up the, the repackaged figures, the figures we've already had in The Force Awakens. But I was interested in the the stormtrooper figure so with great delight i took him to the till along with the other items that we were buying i always think that if you've got a figure you know you shouldn't really be buying best to buy some other stuff as well and then there's a little bit more embarrassment if they have to say no anyway the guy put all the stuff through and was about to let us through when something flashed up on his screen saying don't sell until saturday the first of october remember this is a week before So he apologised to us and said he was going to have to call for a supervisor. So a young lady then came along and took the figure away. A large cube built up behind us as we waited for her to return. And uh, she returned, reporting that she'd taken the figure to her manager. And her manager had said that they were to let us have the figure, but then they were to take all of the Rogue One product off the shelves. There was only one other figure on the shelves, which was that Kylo Ren. So we were going to get away with it, and the fellow was, ooh, like, you're getting figure a week early and we tried to to downplay it like we weren't really that bothered and then we got a surprise the the figure was £8.97 now some of you Americans might think £8.97 that's expensive but for us in the UK that's a big surprise it's, it's really cheap we're used to now paying £10 £12 for our three and three quarter inch figures so £8.97 put a, a real smile on my face Now, in terms of that figure, it's nothing out of the ordinary. The Stormtrooper figure is a Stormtrooper figure. The blast-damaged effects that he comes with and the pauldron really are a a little disappointing, if I'm honest with you. I initially was quite excited about them, thinking I could display them with them, but I don't think I will. I think he'll be displaying on his own. The blast-damaged effects just look awkward when put on him. It makes him look really buff in the chest area, and the pauldron doesn't fit properly. And I'm getting a sneaky suspicion, as I'll probably mention a little bit later on in this report that these really are just those horrible packings through the back window i was celebrating on on the previous podcast that i appeared in that the packings were gone but i'm pretty much getting the feeling now the packings are still here they're just a bit more closely tied to the figure but you're probably not going to want to display them with the figure Okay, let's cut forward to Thursday evening stroke Friday morning itself. We were all set to go to Warrington, the Warrington Toys R Us that we've done the Midnight Madness on previously, both for the the Clone Wars toy release and the Force Awakens toy release. But unfortunately, uh, on the day before, we had transport problems and that meant that we weren't actually going to make it. I followed some of the folks who were there on Twitter. It seemed to be a little bit less of a turnout than it was for The Force Awakens Midnight Madness, and I didn't really get any clear reports of what the stock was available at the Toys R Us. So being really gutted to have missed out on that, we 
decided that we were going to do as much toy running as we could on the Friday and the Saturday following. So on the Friday, as soon as we'd finished work, we set out and we went to the same Asda that we'd been to the Saturday before. And disappointingly, there was no Rogue One product out on the shelves at all. Just that same Kylo Ren that they'd promised to take off the shelves, that was still swinging on the pegs. So that was a big disappointment. We decided not to try anywhere else on that Friday night, but make more of a go of it on the Saturday morning. So we were up early on Saturday morning and the first place we went to was Forbidden Planet. Now apart from those big Lego people, I mean those 8 inch tall figures that don't really look like Lego, they're they're sort of large figure builder kits. I'm sure you know which ones I mean. I have an Obi-Wan one and a a Jango Fett one. They had plenty of those from the Rogue One line but there was no 3 and 3 quarter inch, no Black Series uh, and that's a real disappointment but we'll just have to keep going to Forbidden Planet and, and see if they catch up. If I'm honest with you I probably wouldn't have bought from there anyway because Forbidden Planet's a little bit more expensive and I was hoping to hit the jackpot somewhere else. From Forbidden Planet we moved on to the Disney store in the Arndale Centre in Manchester and the Disney store last time from the, uh, the day after The Force Awakens Midnight Madness had absolutely loads of stuff so we were pretty certain that we were going to be successful at the Disney store and I'm pleased to report that it, it was as expected stacked to the gills. The only thing that they didn't appear to have was was the three and three quarter inch and the black series. I don't know if Disney have got an agreement not to stock either of those in the early days of the toy release, but they just weren't there at all. However, they had absolutely stacks of the Disney Elite series all lined up in the nice new light metallic blue packaging. So I've made a decision with my Disney Elite collecting that I'm going to collect trooper figures and droid figures. I display these on small floating shelves that are stuck to the room of my collection wall and they really just take up small bits of space. So the fact that you can see the screws in the back of these figures doesn't really affect because I I never turn them round. They just sort of face outwards and they look really good. I have the Phasma from the Force Awakens line. I have the Kylo Ren and, and his screws are covered by a cloak. I didn't go for the white troopers because the black screws were a bit of a contrast and I also strangely picked up the Poe Dameron figure but I think that's because it was cheap not because I was going for the human face. So already having arrived at the Disney store I'd made my mind up which figures I was going to purchase if they were in fact there and I'm glad to report they were. So I picked up the Imperial Death Trooper which does look a little bit on the chunky side but I've not opened him yet so I will wait until I open him to give a a more firm review of that. I also picked up the C285 droid you know the one that's black and has got sort of nice little pink colourings on him that really does look like a sexy droid and again I've not opened that so I can't really report back onto the quality of that. The third and final Disney Elite figure that I picked up and by the way I was paying £19.95 for these was the K2SO figure and you might have heard me uh, open him live on the Star Wars Action News Periscope. By the way if you don't follow the Star Wars Action News Periscope I will be opening uh, everything I get on there so it's well worth a follow. I would hope that those reviews are moderately entertaining. Anyway back to the third figure. The third figure was K2SO who is the droid that's voiced by Alan Tudyk in Rogue One and this is a lovely figure there's no two ways about it. My initial worries was that it was going to be a bugger to stand because he's got very long very thin legs and quite a big heavy torso so he's very top heavy but there is no problem standing him. You do need to give himself a little bit of a a wider gait 
to, to get the balance, but there's no problem standing him at all. There's a really nice dark grey, silver and orange paint job on him. The only thing I question is that the Imperial insignia on his shoulder armour or, or his shoulder parts uh, doesn't actually look like the Imperial insignia. So I don't know if that's a mistake or whether that's true to the film. I'd have to look at stills of the droid. The most impressive thing about the figure is his head. He has a head that has got the ability to turn left and right, but also sort of forwards and backwards. He's got movement in his head that no other figure or no other droid has has before. And he's got this weird little sort of half skull head with, with silver eyes. But that ability to move his head means you can sort of put his head right down almost like he's shutting down and going to sleep or looking down on other characters because he is taller than a lot of the other characters so with those disney elite purchases made we then moved our way onto the entertainer not a store that we go to very often and not one that we have a lot of success at usually it's once lines have been out for ages and you can sort of pick figures up a bit cheaper there but we were really surprised to see that they had some of the first wave of the new rogue one figures and we managed to pick three up but I think all of the first wave were present we didn't go for figures like the Kylo Ren the Stormtrooper we'd already picked up of course and the Kanan uh, Jarrus was there we're not interested in that but we did pick up the three figures we got the same droid the K2SO figure and that's the only one I've opened the Sergeant Jin Erso on Iadu figure which I have yet to open and we also picked up the Imperial ground crew figure which again I have yet to open. Back to the K2SO figure then, I have opened that and again the first observation and this is where I was mentioning about those packings is he comes with this giant grappling claw that it shows attaching to his left arm. Now I suspect that's not actually part of the figure in the film, this is just a playing packing but displayed on the figure it looks ridiculous and it's not it's not going anywhere near my display so this is my worry that they are just getting packings still included but they're just a little bit more close to the actual figure. The figure itself has quite a few differences to the Disney Elite figure and it doesn't leave me wondering which is, which is more accurate. He does have an Imperial insignia on his arm that looks like the Imperial insignia. He also has the same circular joints at his elbows and his knees but they are see-through whereas on the Disney Elite figure they're not. They're, they're, the holes within those circular joints are so much smaller now I, I presume they have to be like this on the three and three quarter inch figure to get him to stand up and again that that was the worry that he wouldn't but i can uh, gladly report that he does stand up quite a nice paint job on this figure but he does look a lot more black than the um, disney elite version which definitely looks more of a charcoal gray so i'm interested to see which of those figures is actually closer to the the real k2so now the real punch the air moment at the entertainer was the cost eight pound a figure eight pound a figure that's the cheapest i've bought a day of release or day after release figure in god knows when so well done the entertainer from the entertainer we moved on to toys r us and that was a dreadfully disappointing experience they didn't have a special rogue one display and what had been there on the pegs had been picked through and there was only one six inch figure which is i'm not familiar with the names yet but it was the guy in the han solo style blue coat yeah he was the only six inch figure there no three and three quarter inch figures other than the stormtrooper and the kylo ren really disappointing in terms of output this was the manchester retail park toys r us 
and it's almost like they just hadn't got the memo that they were supposed to start selling these toys. So we'll have to go there again in the near future and see if that situation's improved. We then, stupidly some might say, went back to the Eastlands Asda that we'd been to the day before, thinking that they might have actually got their Rogue One stuff out, but nope still that same one Kylo Ren figure swinging from the pegs. So a bit of a mixed weekend really but glad to have picked up some of the Rogue One toys and I'm uh, enjoying opening them bit by bit on Periscope so as I say do follow me there and I will review them as best I can. Lovely to speak with you I'll hand you back to Arnie and Marjorie. Thank you Steve. The Elite Series figures there's something that I was all in on And when Force Friday hit, they were up online, the nearest Disney stores quite a ways from us, so we didn't go there personally. And as I said before, I'm looking at last year, I can pick up most of the previous Elite Series figures, all except for the prequel ones, on clearance now for $15 at DisneyStore.com. And this is even including that Boba Fett. Yeah, it kind of makes it not worth it to get up at 2 a.m. to place the order anymore. Now, I want to give a shout out to yakface.com because they're the only one I know of who compiled a checklist for Force Friday for all the Funko, Disney, Hasbro, all these items, all the exclusives. And I did, while we were out, pull up online DisneyStore.com when their stuff went online because their checklist had, and I'd heard a couple of people mention, an exclusive Elite Series 5-pack. Now, I've not seen that online. I went to eBay just in case it sold out in a blink and they removed it from their listings. Nothing is listed on eBay for it. All I see are these eight new figures and they're up to $27 a piece. And I have no doubt that I'm definitely going to get C2B5, K2SO, and the Death Trooper. And the rest, I kind of feel like clearance may be coming for those if I just bide my time and... When they're up to $27 a figure, looking at buying eight of them, when I was out spending quite a bit anyway that next day with the TIE Striker and everything, I just, I felt a little hesitation of dropping another $200 on the Elite figures. So, if anyone knows anything about that five-pack, please let me know. And also to contextualize Steve's statements, when he's talking about eight-pound figures, to us, that's about ten fifty now. It used to be about $12 to us, but Brexit and all, you know. (laughs) So now it's about a $10 figure. So when he's discussing normally, they were around 12 pounds. That would be about $15, $16 US. So that pretty much rounds up the Force Friday shopping. I am looking forward to our next show back here because I am anxious to open up that TIE Striker and to open up that U-Wing and see how they are. The TIE Striker, my initial thought with all the new troopers and new ships is, there's some continuity fluff here. Why weren't any of these at the Battle of Endor? How come there were no TIE Strikers at the Battle of Yavin? I have a huge problem with the continuity here, because I would think that this is a very close time period to the Star Wars I grew up with, and I would see these things, and it appears that the evolution of ships and costumes in Star Wars is very static in the original trilogy, but in the prequels and everything else, it's kind of accelerated. It's like all of a sudden they had this massive growth before and after, but during this time period, they were like wearing jeans and plain white (laughs) t-shirts. 
I just, you know, I could see, and I like how they did it in the prequels where, like, you saw the evolution of it. And you could see the different tweaks they made, and it wasn't extreme, and it, it's just, yeah, I have a hard time. They're going to want to introduce new ships and new troops. Not only do they sell toys, but designers love them and things. They're very cool. But, yeah. But I find myself really liking some of these designs. I mean, it's t- this TIE Striker's kind of taking me back to the TIE Defender I loved in the X-Wing and TIE Fighter video games, so... We're going to be doing that, as well as discussing what really, why didn't I buy a whole lot? Why am I looking for sales and everything? Why didn't I buy the Elite figures? Because I've decided I'm all in on the arts. Yeah, I think those are amazing figures. They are. I love them even when they're not a line I collect. Like, I just see other arts figures and love them. The Bruce Lee. Uh, the Freddie Mercury is amazing. And they came out with five Rogue One figures for pre-order. K2SO, Hover Tank Commander, Scarif Stormtrooper, Death Trooper, and Shore Trooper. And I'm not going to lie, I've kind of started troop building figure arts a little bit. This is how I tell myself I don't want to collect the hot toys, is because I'm collecting these figure arts. And they're up in price to about 70 a figure. So we're going to be talking about those a little bit more. And in just a couple days, we're going to be in New York City for New York Comic-Con once again. Yep, we're going to have Daryl with us. Daryl's going to be attending his first New York Comic-Con, so we're going to have a lot of fun with that. But Wednesday night, follow us on Facebook and Twitter for Hasbro's press event. They call it Twas the Night Before because they don't display at New York Comic-Con. They set up a private showroom. I'm curious what they'll have to show that isn't out yet. Maybe we'll get first looks at Wave 2 and 3 of some Rogue One figures and... The other upcoming six-inch figures. So be sure to follow us there. Also, tweet us, Facebook us, email us at show at swactionnews.com. We have an exclusive interview set up with Hasbro for Thursday, and we want to know your questions. Thursday at 1230 is the Hasbro Star Wars toy panel, and we're going to be bringing that to you live however we can. If they allow it, we'll be streaming it. If not, we're going to be posting and tweeting to Facebook and Twitter and give you all the updates from that panel. But let us know what you want to know from Hasbro. We'll have all that audio for you on our next show in two weeks. And also, email us mp3s at show at swactionnews.com or iTunes voice memos. Let us know how your store shopping is going. Give us your store reports. We don't really check the old voicemail too often anymore, but you can mp3 us or Skype voice memo us And tell us what you're finding in stores, what you're hunting for. Did you find the Darth Maul 2-pack? Are you troop building your death troopers? What are you finding across the globe? Let us know. And that's our show for this week. We will see you in a few days at New York Comic Con. So if you're not attending, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter for all the latest updates. Till then, may the pegs be stocked and Rogue One be with you. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can find pictures of the toys reviewed, chat with other Star Wars collectors, and find hundreds of Star Wars Action News episodes at our website, swactionnews.com.
This podcast is created by Star Wars fans showing their love of Star Wars. We rely on listener support to keep the show going. You can pledge to our Podbean fundraising campaign by going to swactionnews.com support. Backers get rewards including exclusive video content, early show releases, and more. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star review written on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at swactionnews.com. We want your feedback on Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can also find Star Wars Action News on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The links to our social media sites are at swactionnews.com. You can also send us your latest store reports, figure reviews, and more. Email us an MP3 or iPhone voice memo at show at swactionnews.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. If you also enjoy Marvel Comics, you can hear Arnie and Marjorie talk about the toys and statues based on Marvel Comics characters on the Marvelicious Toys podcast at marveliciousToys.com. Star Wars Action News is always looking for new people to help with the show. You can find a list of skills we need on our blog at VenganzaMedia.com. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, edited, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Video editing by Barrett, Andrew, and Daryl. Website design by Jason. Graphic design by Jay. Photo editing by Scott and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. Segments created by Andrew, Brock, Daryl, Jerry, Jonathan, Nathan, and Steve. For more Star Wars collecting, check out GalacticHunter.com, JediDefender.com, JediTempleArchives.com, and YakFace.com. And we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. Star Wars and all that the Star Wars universe contains is trademark and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. All rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2016, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Well, that's it from us. That's our small report. And we appreciate you inviting us on here to give us a little report of what Rogue One. Man, cut all that out, Arnie. Sorry. So that's all from us. That is all small. Re- <laughs> so that's all from us. That is all. Sm- that is our small report from this side. Jesus Christ, Arnie. I'm so sorry. So that's all from us. That is all small. <laughs> What Force Friday was like down under. I'm sorry, Eddie. That was bad. So here's Eddie with his report. Just retake the line. And in just a couple days, though, we're going to be in New York for New York Toy Fair. No, we're not. It's New York Comic Con. You're right. (laughs) 